0: Hello, my name is Valentina and you're listening to proper English.
1: Hello. This week's introduction was by Valentina, one of our lovely friends from Italy. Now, As you probably know by now, I'm Dave.
0: And I'm Alison. And this week on Proper Proper English, English, we're chatting about phrasal verbs at work.
1: And the idiom of the week is burning the midnight oil. Previously... On proper English.
0: We talked about phrasal verbs to do with travelling and around the home. So now let's knuckle down and look at some useful ones for work.
1: What was your routine when you were a primary school teacher, Allie?
0: Well... Always straight to the kettle to make a cup of tea, obviously.
1: Cup of tea. You and tea.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Then my first job of the day would be to switch on the laptop in the classroom and log into my account.
1: Ah, and what would you work on first?
0: Oh, I'd get all the resources ready for the first lesson of the day and reread my planning.
1: Resources?
0: What like? Oh, okay. So the things the children and I would need. So if it was English, for example, they might need alphabet cards, dictionaries, and of course, paper and pencils for writing. Oh, mm.
1: Loads of stuff then.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, often loads more than that. All <laughs> oh, right. <okay. laughs> so, how about you, Dave?
1: Oh, office life. So first thing that I do is go to the kitchen and make a cup of coffee because mm-hmm. I'm a coffee guy, you not are. a tea
0: person. You are.
1: And then we'd often have a team meeting and people would bring up any issues that needed discussing and and almost always I would end up taking on more work. I'd jot down a few notes to remind me what needed doing and report back on what I'd been doing since the last meeting.
0: Oh, I hate meetings.
1: Me too. Uh,
0: at work, you never attend a meeting that will reduce your workload, do you?
1: a <laughs> chance would be a fine thing. Oh, and at, at school or university, you hand your work in. Mm. Essays, things like that. Mm. And if your job involves written work, you may well hand it in to your boss sometimes too. Your job might involve getting in touch with clients on the phone and when you ring them and they don't Mm. answer you, you might tell your colleagues that you can't get through to them.
0: Mm -hmm. And then when you finally do get in touch, you have to hope that you can arrange a meeting with them and that they're not booked up too far in advance. It's easy to run out of patience.
1: But not run out of patience if you're working in a medical centre.
0: Oh, that might be one for Instagram, Dave. Eh? <laughs> so, for several years I worked as a supply teacher, which meant I filled in for teachers who were either on a training course or off sick or something.
1: All oh, right, right. And if you're unwell, you should take time off to recover. Or you run the risk of burning out.
0: Yeah, yeah. And not just physical health, but mental health days are important too, aren't they?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, very important. Of course, one of the ways that you can stay sane is by knocking off early Mm. once in a while. Finishing at lunchtime on a Friday is a great way to start the weekend.
0: Absolutely. So, how many phrasal verbs did you spot and how many did you understand? We used around about 15 in that conversation. Let's go through them one by one.
1: To start with, knuckle down, which means to start work, taking it seriously. Mm
0: -hmm. Then switch on, the same as turn on. We've used both of these before. They're very much part of everyday English. And of course, they mean making an electronic device function.
1: Yep. And then there's log in, when you enter your username and password to access your account.
0: Mm -hmm. Work on. To work on something is to spend time producing or improving something.
1: And then bring up means to mention something, to raise the issue of something to somebody. It also means to vomit.
0: (laughs) Hopefully not in a work context.
1: (laughs) Maybe only the once.
0: (laughs) OK, then there was take on. So that's to accept some work or a responsibility.
1: And then there's jot down which means to make a note of something. I introduced my student, Kasher to this one a couple of weeks ago. Uh, OK. <laughs> yeah.
0: Report back. Tell someone the results of something that you've done. Update them on a situation.
1: And then there's hand in to give your work to somebody for checking.
0: Get through to. If you get through to someone, they answer your phone call. We also use it more abstractly to describe being able to make someone understand our point.
1: Yeah, that's not always easy.
0: No.
1: Oh, and booked up.
0: When somebody has
1: commitments, uh, when they're unable to make any further arrangements.
0: Yep, yep, run out. When we run out of something, we have none of whatever it is left. We can use it to mean physical things too. We nearly ran out of tea bags, but fortunately, Dave remembered to buy some more.
1: Oh, yep, from Marks and Spencer's going enough for the next six months now. <laughs> then there's fill in for, uh, and that means to substitute for somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. Burnout, when you become completely exhausted through overwork.
1: Yeah, that's horrible. Uh, but then there's knock-off, uh, which is a slang term to describe finishing work usually early hmm. for the day.
0: hmm And in fact, there is a 16th one. I inadvertently used end up. Oh, yeah. Which is also a phrasal verb, which ah. means to be in a final place or situation.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you know what? There might be others too that we're so used to, we haven't spotted. Mm. Do get in touch and let us know if you've found any that we miss.
0: Yes, and did you realise that chatting to us online could be a great way to activate your knowledge?
1: Oh yeah, passive and active, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So many students feel fed up that they can understand phrasal verbs by working them out from the context, but they never seem to use them.
0: So why not try them out on us? Send us a message using some of the phrasal verbs we've talked about today or in previous episodes.
1: We'd love to hear from you, and we can give you a thumbs up if you've used them correctly. Mm -hmm. Unless this is the very first episode you listen to, you'll already know that you can email us. But if you write on our Instagram feed, for example, then you're sharing the love with other students.
0: Mm -hmm. Everyone gets to learn from each other.
1: Yeah, it's all good. And now it's time for Idiom of the Week.
0: When I was an undergraduate, I wasn't very organised and I'd often end up having to burn the midnight oil to get my essays finished in time for the deadline.
1: Now, I know it was a while ago, Ali, but didn't you have electricity?
0: (laughs) Yes, the oil does refer to the oil in a lamp, but my student house did in fact have mains electricity. (laughs) Unlike the home I grew up in, but that's another story.
1: Ooh, are you going to tell us in a different episode? One day. Oh, So... In case you haven't worked it out, to burn the midnight oil is to work late into the night. According to www.phrases.org.uk, the idiom first appeared in print in 1635. English author Francis Qualls wrote, We spend our midday sweat or midnight oil. We tire the night in thought the day in in toil.
0: Mm. Yeah, there you go. And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English.
1: We hope you've had fun listening in on our conversation. Please, tell everyone you know about us. Mm,
0: Your friends, your family, anyone who's studying or learning English.
1: And don't forget to like this episode and leave us a nice review. And subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Or Podbean. Or your favourite podcast app. That way, you'll never miss an episode. Or... You can email us at properenglish,
0: all one word,
1: at sapo.pt if you have any suggestions for future podcasts,
0: or if you just fancy a chat. And, of course, you can join us on Instagram or Facebook, where you can ask us any questions that you might have about English grammar.
1: So, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And
0: it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to
1: Proper Proper English. English.